Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Catching Up with the Nerds with me, Tom, without JC, who's somewhere else, but with the great John Rigg. Riggs, right. sorry, John Riggs, John Riggs, <laughs> messed up and hang up. Um, <laughs> done. <laughs> already done. Um, for those who don't know, John Riggs is a, a massive YouTuber, at least for me. He's uh, somebody I've been following and watching for a long, long time. Um, I'll take that, why not? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good thing. Um, but I guess, I guess, first question, how are you? How are we doing? That, that's that's that, hang on, that's your opening. I just told you opening. I was gonna say that's my question. I gotta ask you how you're feeling. No, um, I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm doing all right, uh, especially with the whole the YouTube, the life thing, the you know, lack of travel as much as I would like to travel and all that too. So we're just kind of hunkering down and playing it safe as best as we can, getting through all this. You know, gotta keep it safe, right? Always. Um, what, what's actually what's your job? Actually, are you radio host or are you radio producer? Or because you, you, you think a bunch of Stuff for that. A little bit of everything. I, I, I work for a group of radio stations. Um, I am on the air. I'm our afternoon DJ on our rock radio station. But then yeah. also behind the scenes, I'm our audio producer for um, for like local commercials. I do, I do that more than anything. I, I produce I produce most of our local radio commercials in our town. Um, I've seen that. I remember you did a, a little video of yourself going like backstage, you know, at work. Yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> let's let's open the 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 floods of questions um sure actually i guess i guess that's the thing like you've already introduced kind of your role right now your job um but who are you where where are you from like let's go with it let's start with the childhood right okay so oh that's what my channel is all about (laughs) exactly which is exactly where we're going there right so like there we go walk us through your childhood what was it like everything yeah it was um it was (laughs) full of it was it was a full of chaos and I didn't realize it until I met friends who didn't leave, live the same life I did because um, the, the life I had was like anyone else's life that was just that's what they knew that's what they grew up with um, I'm the sixth of seven kids in a big old house growing up um, uh, um, both of my parents were classically trained musicians so we grew up in a house full of music where all of us kids growing up learned how to play a musical instrument not knowing it wasn't the norm like i thought everyone just like once they reach a certain age it's like you learn how to write you learn how to eat with a fork and spoon uh and then you learn a musical instrument but you get to choose the musical instrument um your your choice your preference i thought everybody did that until i was like maybe in the fifth grade or something like that was like not everyone just plays something interesting (laughs) what was was your weapon of choice what were you what was your favorite (laughs) um mine was the piano because um i wanted to i wanted to play the harp of all things, because mm-hmm. um, I loved, I grew up, um, my dad was a huge fan of classic, like, you know, like old, like, you know, like Marx Brothers, you know, classic comedy, you know, I, so I grew up with, I grew up with a lot of uh, Three Stooges, Marx Brothers, uh, Laurel and Hardy, things like that. Um, but I, I, lo- I loved Harpo Marx. I loved, I, whenever he played mm-hmm. the harp, you could just see him come out of character. Like he's always, Harpo Marx was so animated, but when he was playing the harp, he was out of character and he was just himself. Yeah. And I really liked the, so I wanted to take the harp, but I was like, well, so the piano is basically just a harp turned side, you know, turned sideways. For the mallet. So it's like, oh, that's close enough. I'll take that. So, and we, we happen to have, I mean, pianos are, you know, easy to come by. So I, I took piano lessons for years. Uh, but that was that was it. And then for me, um, because of you know all the other people in our house and everything like that, um, and just so much going on at all times, uh, video games were kind of my escape. You know, I, I was born in the late '70s, grew up in the '80s, 
Um, so I was during that time when we had, you know, I, I grew up with the Atari 2600. I remember when my, my dad first bought an Atari 2600. So that was kind of like my, my, my portal to, you know, to, tuning out everything else that is happening around me. My brother is fighting about something. My sister is doing whatever, you know, I could just play video games. And that was kind of my, my escape without leaving the house, I guess. Hey, it is for, it is for many people whose childhoods were, you know, eventful or maybe busy if you know what i mean it's 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 good. very busy actually, oh yeah <laughs> a busy childhood oh yeah so that, actually that, that's a good it's a good thing because um one, one of the questions i usually ask um is how do you get you know how did you get into gaming what was your first but you you, you said it you got you got a 2600 um mm-hmm. and again i want to go back to your parents how so they, they taught you instruments they you know that that's a great skill to have learning to know how to read music and how to play an instrument that's great how was that? Were they the one who introduced you into, you know, to gaming, like to video games, to consoles, to all that? Or was it something that you discovered with your friends? No, not at all. It was uh, my parents were aware of it, of course. Um, my dad was um, my dad. Uh, on top of being a music teacher, um, I didn't take piano lessons from him. He he actually couldn't read piano. He knows how to play the piano, but just couldn't read piano music. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the, he, could, he could play by ear very well. Um, so I took it from someone else, but he, um, you know, on weekends, it was during a time where there were live bands. So he was, he was in a couple of bands. He was like in a country band and also like a, like a rock jazz kind of band. Um, cool. And so he would always play the, the pubs and bars and stuff like that. And he was the one, I mean, so he grew up with, you know, when Pong first came out, when Space Invaders first came out. So he was cool. aware of video games. Of course they were, um, but wasn't, but never played them ever. Like literally, I've never, ever, literally ever saw my dad play a video game ever in my entire life. I tried to get him to. I tried, <laughs> man. I, buddy, I like, especially like the board games that came out for the NES or even Tetris or something like that. Um, yeah, my parents were aware of them, but it wasn't their thing. Uh, and they were, they were literal boomers. They were born in 1943. Um, so it, <laughs> it was, so it was just, it was that perfect time, that perfect age, again, born in the late seventies, growing up in the eighties where, you know, like, you know, Hulk Hogan wins the title. It's the Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling. Um, MTV is the coolest mm-hmm. thing in the world. Um, video games were part of that. Um, everything else too. It's like, it's the digital technology. Everything's going digital. And, uh, and in growing up in the eighties, I mean, there is every, every bar, I I couldn't go to bars, but I mean, every restaurant, grocery store, gas station, everything um, would have an arcade game or two as well. So I grew up, I grew up in the arcade first. Um, We got an Atari 2600 later. Um, but my, my earliest, earliest memories were, um, were playing video games and um, smoking was legally acceptable inside yeah. establishments. <laughs> so in these kind of smoke filled and grungy you know, arcades, um, and I, I wouldn't trade it out for anything. Well, no, it's, it's an experience to have. I mean, I, I it do was just having the same sort of thing, which oh, uh, that, that musky, oof, it, yeah. the air feels, the air feels heavier in an arcade for some reason. It was just, it's, it's a, it's a feeling that not a lot of people can, can wrap their, can grasp. I mean, it's, wood paneling was everywhere. Thing. It was just a, a dull, everything was like dull, dingy, earth tone colors. I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. I mean, so much of it was, I mean, you think of 80s and you might think of like, you know, Lisa Frank or these really bright, vivid colors, neon. But no, man, the 80s, the, the 80s I grew up with was not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, to be fair, like, you know, I, I, like we, we must have had two different experiences. Obviously, we have two very, like we have two very different cultural backgrounds you know you grew up in the u.s i grew up in france so it's like it's, it's two very different things right. my experience of arcades was very much like a um you know a noise very colorful rooms and mm-hmm. like very noisy and, and kind of getting overloads oh the, the, the overloads, noise for right? sure 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but smoking was allowed. And I remember all these guys, like much younger, um, usually it used to be a sort of huge majority of people in there were mm-hmm. boys, men, young men, young right. adults, just hanging there. So they all smoke and he was absolutely, you, I would come home, uh, that was probably around like 12 or 13, come home smelling of cigarette to my mom. Going, right. Are you smoking? I'm like, what nah, are you doing? I can't stand it. I can't stand <laughs> no. it. Um, it's got, so it's quite it's got a funny thing. Like kids these days, it sounds like a, an old man speaking, but it's like kids these days. Oh, we never understand. We are. They never get it. It happens. They don't. Um, they don't get it. It's funny also your, your relationship with your parents not playing. Like if, I got my parents were buying me video games, but um, without really trying to understand what it is. Mm-hmm. or trying to get involved with it um which led to a lot that's when that's why i'm asking this question is like it led to a lot of conversation of like you know what are you doing you're spending too much time on this what are you doing it's like well you bought it for me leave it if i don't touch you you're gonna say oh well we're buying you stuff and you're not playing with it um exactly so move, move, moving on from that like what was it as um maybe like a teenage kid like what, what was your experience with video games maybe like what, what well i mean there when I became a teenager, it became easier for me to play video games because, again, growing up six to seven kids, I also had to share. And this yeah. is growing up in the 80s. We only had one television in our entire house. That was, that's, yeah. I mean, having more than one TV would be like either you're rich or you just wouldn't have you, you, you have a TV. Why would you have a second TV? You already have it's, it'd be exactly. like having two micro, it'd be like having two microwaves. You already have a microwave. We don't need two of them. It wasn't just the, the one yeah. TV. Yeah. It just that was just the way it was. Um, and my um, I had I have two older brothers and the rest were all sisters. Um, and both of my brothers also had a huge passion for video games at the time. Um, you know, so so it wasn't just me. So I mean, yeah, we can play two player games, you know, or multiplayer games. You know, games like you know, Warlords for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was great because it's four players, so we could do something like that. Um, but for the most part, yeah, we had to share. So I had to, I had to, I got to the point where I woke up at like 4 a.m. when everyone else was in bed, just so I could get some video game time in before, <laughs> before everyone else woke up, just to get the early, get, get the, get the early jump on everyone else, you know. Um, and that was, that was just, I, I had to, you know, fit it in with, along with everything yeah. else, you know, and, but I also didn't just play video games. I mean, of course, you know, I would also play outside and I, I you know, we'd build forts and stuff like that too. And we watch cartoons. Sure. I mean, we, we did the other things too. Um, but when I became a teenager, that's when, um, that's when I did get a secondary television that was dedicated to just my NES at the time, my Nintendo, my original Nintendo. Um, and once there was a, t- a, t- a television dedicated to just that, man, that's the only thing I wanted to do. I was just like, that was, I didn't have it in my bedroom. Um, that was not that it wasn't allowed, but for some reason it didn't make sense, which is, I know it's, it's so backwards thinking, but I was just like, why would I have it in the bedroom? That's where I sleep. You know, I can, I want to play video games out here in the open. Um, I totally get it. Yeah. You know, it's it, 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 looking it back also, there was, for no reason. It wasn't really a thing back in those days also like to have a, a another screen completely dedicated to gaming into your bedroom. That would be like, um, I, yeah, I, I guess, never leave. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, my, my parents did the same thing. They bought me a monitor. Uh, like a pc monitor and it just uh, hooked up my nes to it and later on my genesis right now like, i was gone <laughs> like, didn't see me anymore. Like, this, this yeah um, well and again because yeah. i still had brothers and sisters i still had to share so i mean it wasn't like it wasn't my nintendo entertainment system it was belonged to the family of course i, I capitalized on it more than anyone else 
um, you know, so, but to, so to have that in my bedroom, which would mean also then my brothers and sisters are in my bedroom all the time too. Um, uh. So I think it just made more sense <laughs> to keep it in, keep it in, it, it was away from, we, you know, we had a family, we had what we called the family room, which was where the television was. And then we had the living room, which was more where the couches and, you know, my parents' friends would come over and they would chat and have coffee and stuff like that. Um, that makes sense. You know, that, that was, a, that, that was the front room when you first walk in there and all my dad's musical instruments were for, for his job and all that. Um, so it, it just made more sense that way, but that's, that's when I started, you know, kind of honing down on like, you know, I, I took, I took piano lessons less seriously. You know, I started <laughs> my grades, yeah. dip, maybe different. I mean, I still had pretty good grades throughout school, but, um, you know, during that time, that's when I was like, this, this is, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in high school. I, I'm, I'm super tall too, but I was like, I wasn't interested in high school sports at the time. I was just, this, this is what I'm doing now um yeah <laughs> yeah it's i think it's it's a common thing with with kids that have uh you know gaming as a passion son is like you should pay attention to school and your grades and stuff if you if, you, if they don't if they don't suffer all that much you know right it's, you, you'll be allowed on the console um there you go so mo moving on as a young young adult how, how do you get into um so he, he's my he's my my story with games as a sure. maybe like a 20 something 20 20, okay. 20 to 25 yeah i, I kind of lost interest in it like this hmm. is where around the time where the gamecube came out the first xbox came out um i remember i think ps2 was still the thing at that point yeah, yeah, still, yeah, PS, yeah ps2 was already out and then um yeah. yeah gamecube gamecube and xbox came out within a week of each other. One, I think, 2001 yeah yeah um, yeah how, how, was was it the same for you? Were you, were you also at some point when you become like you know because maybe you're out of school or the you know towards like maybe like college for you guys or you know were we school? yeah it was, was no like, I was um I was I was in college when it came out. <laughs> all all of the above it all happened all at once um yeah throughout throughout high school it was uh still always a passion of mine uh, when I graduated mm -hmm. that's right when like the PlayStation just came out and like the 64 came out a little bit after that. Yeah. And it was still, it was still a big passion of mine, but also during that time I was also working, you know, either part-time or full-time or something. So, um, so, I mean, which was great because that now at this point I can buy my own video games. I'm no longer reliant on my parents, Absolutely. you yeah. know, to hopefully get a game for my, my birthday or for Christmas. Um, and then also by that time, the market for renting video games was very big in the United States. Um, I, I rented video games all the time. I didn't buy as many, I didn't need to because I could just rent them um, and then just play them that way and then return them when I'm, when I'm done with them. And which, that, that which was the coolest thing. One oh of the God, coolest thing great. ever. It's just like getting yeah. a game for getting a game for the weekend and then uh, it's just you it's just maximize amazing. your time. It's all you need. Yeah. And then and you might go back and rent it again. And if, if I found myself renting it, you know, maybe a second or third time, that's when I was like, you know what? I should probably just buy this game at this point. Of course. Um, yeah. And also, well, it was great during that time, too, because then like with your PlayStation and with your Nintendo 64, you could save your games on your memory card or before you couldn't just mm. save your game and hope that nobody deleted yeah. your game the next time you rented it for the uh, super nintendo or something oh, you can't just be you can't just be renting chrono trigger you know because yeah, um, someone will race you over your game anyway <laughs> um no so you know, uh, early 2000s that's also when i um that's when i first got my job working at the radio station it was still a big passion of mine um but i had to fit it in with now putting my best effort um at my job um to to succeed and um, and it was also during that same time where I found, you know, I found a, a girlfriend that who eventually became my wife. So now still playing video games when I can, but 
I still had to, I had to juggle everything else too. Um, so the video games I would buy, I noticed they would last longer because I'm not playing them as yeah. often. I still play them a lot, um, but I was also doing other things at that time too. Yeah, it's 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 a funny thing the transition between you know teenage years where you've got all well allegedly all the time in the world <laughs> to oh, play sure. all of those games, and then suddenly bang, the real world hits you right in the face and goes well. Well, yeah, there's a trade-off when you can, okay, you make your own money and you can buy whatever, whatever you want. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting. It's interesting they still manage to keep it going, sort of, you know, so to speak. Because I I literally lost touch with it. As in, I, I remember moving to the UK at that time, and um, the passion was just gone. Like mm. it wasn't the time thing. It was just like literally yeah. it dropped off for me. I was like. I went from being in my bedroom playing Genesis, playing PC, oh, yeah. know, being on PC gaming and like messing around with a bunch of all the, like all the consoles and stuff. All right. To absolutely nothing. <laughs> like the PlayStation One, and then I went, all right, I'm gone. And then funny enough, I got I got back into it because my well, the, the person, the, the man who is now my brother-in-law, um, saw Halo on the on the OG Xbox and went, oh, oh yeah. that looks interesting. And I went, oh fine. So <laughs> fine, we'll go get it. Play it right back um, in. <laughs> play it right back in, and then that's it. Since that's that's then I went, okay, I'm back in. Um, yeah. So let, let's let's move forward a little bit. So obviously you've missed you've met well, you've met Miss Riggs now, right? You know, uh, you went from girlfriend, wife, boom, kids. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you got three 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 children, right? I do. Yeah. And they're all pretty close in age. Um, mm. Yeah. Born in, born in 2005, 2006. Um, no, I, I got to put me on the spot now. 2005, 2007, and then 2008. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very productive. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we figured earlier, um, uh, we were, we were married for two years before we said, okay, you know, we're actually at a spot now. There's, and you'll, and I, I've told other people this too. It's like, oh, when's a good time? There's never, there's never a good time. It's not a good time. No. You will never be financially ready. You just have to go for it and you'll figure it out. Instinct will take over. Um, I, I, I never held a baby until I had my own, you know, um, and, but in, instinct will kick in and you'll figure it out. And, um, you know, and don't have, don't have, I mean, you don't have to read the books. You don't have to buy all these. I mean, they have so much baby crap out. I mean, like, like, you know, like, uh, uh, like bottle, like the, the, the baby wipe warmers, oh, the God. babies don't care. I mean, no one, it is, like, there's all this stuff out there and they just try to capitalize on it, but no instinct will kick in. You'll figure it out. Um, you will still have time for everything else that you love too, but you also have to dedicate time. You know, it's almost like and you have to have your own life and they're part of your life. You know, it's like, Absolutely. you know, you can have a baby, um, you know, the, 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 um, you know, the baby will become part of your life, you know, but the baby is not your life. You have, it's part of your life along with everything else too. And let them, you know, bring them along for the journey too. Absolutely. And that is, it's one of, it's one of the hardest things you'll have that to go, like actually having babies, somebody who's depending on you, but also it becomes easier with time in, but harder in different ways. <laughs> in, in many, <laughs> well, many aspects. When we decided to have children, we were just like, well, if we have children, you know, it would be nice to keep them all kind of close to the same age, not just yeah. to have a, a companion, um, but just you're already in the habit of ha like already in the habit of changing diapers, already in the habit of feeding them as, as, at, you know, in intervals or times or whatever. Um, so just to keep that going, I, we would never wanted to do the, and I've had friends who have, 
Like once, once, once one is potty trained, then they have another child. They have to go through that whole diaper yeah. thing. It's like, man, let's just do it all and get it all over with all at once. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the more extreme example where we had um, our daughter in 2000 and, um, 2009. Okay. 2009? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Myself on the spot. 2009. <laughs> and then we waited until 2017 until we had a second one. So there's an eight years oh. gap between the two. Okay. Um, funny enough, the thinking behind it was like, oh, well, we've got free, free babysitting, free childcare. Well, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Which is it's paying <laughs> off now. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, a good I did that first. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very dumb idea when we, when we, got, when we did that. Um, but it makes sense. So going back to your kids, um, obviously we, sure. we said about, um, we talked about the relationship with your parents and, and <clears throat> gaming and all that. Yeah. What's that relationship in terms of now you with your kids and gaming or anything that is geek related? Well, you know, I try to um, early, earlier when they were old enough to maybe hold a controller, I tried to get them involved and mm-hmm. they didn't want to have anything to do with it. They were okay watching um, and they knew they, they knew it was something that I did, you know, um, but they were okay watching. I tried to like have them play along too, but um, my oldest was a little at first, a little apprehensive, like you know, just seemed nervous and didn't want to didn't want to fail, you know. Um, and then the other ones just kind of just didn't care, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And that's always it's at first it's kind of the way it is, you know. I had a friend of mine who was huge into gaming, um, but his father was an ex professional uh, baseball player. Uh, he was a pitcher. And of course, the son wanted nothing to do with baseball. And that's usually kind of the way it goes, where it's like, you know, my father was a musician, but my grandfather was a hunter, a fisher. My dad didn't want to have anything to do with hunting and fishing. So I figured it was kind of along those lines, where it's like, well, I'm into gaming. That's my biggest passion. So my kids want to have nothing to do with it. Um, it's different now that they're older, um, but at the time for sure. And, and I was okay with that. I was just like, okay, well, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, I'm not going to force it on you or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but the, it was the nice. funny thing is, you don't realize it, but they get influenced passively, I think. And by that, sure. I mean, that they, what you play, they might not take a liking to it right away, but then eventually they'll go, oh, I'm going to steal your controller. I'm going to steal yeah. that game quickly. Well, sure. And, and I mean, that was that was me with a lot of the programs my dad watched when I was growing mm-hmm. up. Like with, with I mean, I, I've always liked Mark Brothers, but with, with some of the other classic comedies at the time, I was just like, I don't get it. But then thinking back on it, I was like, actually, that was pretty funny. You know, I, I, I yeah. get it now. Um, yeah. And, and some some forms of music too. I was just like at the time, I was just like, I don't get it. But now, you know, it's like okay, I can appreciate that now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice when my oldest was born, two thousand five, because that's when the Wii came out. So I could yeah. hold in one hand the baby with one hand, <laughs> and because the other hand, you know, I could play these. I, I found all these great one player, like like one just remote yeah. game for the Wii, uh, worked out perfectly. Absolutely loved it. So I was like, man, if you're if you're to have a baby. At any time in your gaming journey, right when the Wii came out was the perfect opportunity. And there's there were so many great games that only required just the one controller, the the one Wii remote. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> perfect timing on that one for me. And <laughs> I didn't plan that, it that way. That's that's a parenting tip right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's too late now. <laughs> You've got a baby, you got a Wii. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I mean the Super Nintendo did have their one-handed uh, RPG controller because sure. I mean it, you're not you're not playing you're not playing Street Fighter Two or anything like that. You're just kind of mm. mosling along and talking to people and stuff like that. So that that would have worked out okay <laughs> for its time too. But I was just like, man, this is. Um, so I, I made it work, and again, still taking care of my child or ch- uh, children uh, as they came along. But um, but you know, st- still finding still finding time to uh, to play these great new video games that were coming out. I mean, yeah, it's it's that's what it's all about when you become a, um, a dad or a parent. It's trying to work things around 
um, the new rhythm that comes into your life, that that oh, yeah. madness around you. Um, yeah. So do, do you do they now? You know, by themselves, independently of you, you know, start a game somewhere, like jump on a console, or something. Uh, do they, or do they? Yeah. Wait for you maybe to, you know, to start something and then you, they jump in. Or is that my my oldest does more than more than the other two. Um, they're and they're into more just like the first party, you know, re- uh, really into like Mario Odyssey, the love the Kirby series, yeah. Animal Crossing. Um, but they're never like, oh my god, I gotta get this new game that just came out this week, and then next week I have to get this game, and then a month later I have to get this. It's never it's never like that. This is um, it's just more of the casual you know, Animal Crossing. And like, you know, what, like my oldest still plays Animal Crossing today. Um, you know, which is nice. The good news for me, because we, we, we only have to buy it once, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, you, that's not you, a bad thing at all. Do you take them to conventions as well? Do you take, because I think, I think I've seen a couple of videos when you bring them along. Yeah. Or, uh, I have. They enjoy um, that? You know, uh, they, they enjoy just getting out of the house uh, for the most part. So just yeah. to go somewhere, um, they're kind of to the point. I mean, they've been on my channel before that they haven't been on there in a while um, because now they're getting older, you know, now they have their own life. And what I am filming, it's usually they're, they're either in bed or, I mean, I oftentimes more often than not, uh, when I film my videos for my YouTube channel, it's during the school day. So they're already in school. Um, yeah, but they'll, they'll, they'll still making little cameo appearances, maybe mostly on Twitch. They'll pop in. Um, but you know, they, they, they enjoy going to video game conventions and they're still a little weirded out that some people, you know, know who they are or they know their name. Um, and there's been a couple of instances, even uh, at school, where you know they'll introduce themselves, like, "Hey, here's your name," and I watch your dad on YouTube, and I've seen you on there, you know, one of those kind of things too. So they're <laughs> that that's that, and that's the question that comes up sometimes, where you know there's people who have children who don't want them to be on YouTube at all, just for their own yes. uh, privacy. And I 100% uh, agree with that. And that was a conversation we had, uh, my wife and I had earlier when I was just like, you know, I'd, I'd love to put them on the channel, you know, I'd love to just to, to hang out and, you know, cause there are, there are other gamers who are dads, you know, and mm-hmm. just have that connection. Um, and I was like, well, what about this? What about that? And I was like, I saw at the end of the day, of course, you know, we're just like, well, you know, we will, but we have to moderate, you know, comments and, Oops. you know, things like that too. Um, but it's, it, uh, there's been a whole lot, you know, there's been far more love than, than hate for it. So I've been, been fortunate in that aspect. Yeah. It's, it's all about trying to protect them from, the goodness that social media can bring <laughs> if you know what i mean sometimes oh yeah no they're they're very aware um yeah. and, they, and they like going to conventions and they do i mean and they're more aware of games um thanks to youtube where they will watch i mean they'll watch someone else play five nights at freddy's or they'll watch someone else play sure you know all these all these new great games that are kind of like you know poppy's playtime was a recent one you know with, with huggy wuggy and all that so they, they know the game they know the lore they know where to go they know everything about it but they've never played the game before in their life so then when i play the game then they're like, oh, you have to go over here and unlock this thing and go over here and here's the password. It's like yeah. so they already know all these great games, never had to pick up a controller, never had to pay for it. They just watch someone else play it. And that's it's that, that's, that's kind of a, a new way of being it's, it works. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's that's a new more, relationship with gaming, yeah. Yeah. My middle child's more that way, where they'll watch someone else play these games all the way through. And then that then they get the same enjoyment, the same satisfaction. They don't mm-hmm. they don't need to hit the buttons, they just watch someone else, you know, go through the motions. It's it's a weird one that because I also couldn't understand it when he started like when he was then getting people going on twitch or whatever on youtube game right. at a time and people were watching these guys playing whatever it is call of duty you know sure or, or whatever game it is um and i'm like why are you guys watching those guys playing games it's like yeah well, you can play the game you, don't have to watch you can play the game it's not like <laughs> you, you watch 
it's not like you're watching sports, right? When you, when you're like, well, not everybody can do be an NFL player, basketball player, sure, um, you know, right. football, whatever it is. Um, it's not a given to any to everyone. You, you, it's, you've got to train. You've got to whatever. Yeah. This, I'm like, ah, it's really weird. But then I, I actually got hooked as well. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. I can make this guy look. No, there's there's a skill involved. I mean, when you look oh, at it, like, there's. Yeah, there's people who are, you know, sniping people with, you know, using a controller. It's like, I can't use both analogs to aim that as quickly as some of these guys can. That's why, you know, it, it, it took playing video games online. Um, it was the PlayStation 3, not, not including Duke Nukem back in the day yep. when my friend and I would actually link up our, you know, phone lines together or whatever uh, on the PC. Um, but Call of Duty 3 for the PlayStation 3, because you could play games online yeah. for free. That's when I started. That's when I was like, oh, I can play these games online with strangers. And that's what I learned. I wasn't good at, as good at video games as I thought I was, because <laughs> then there's, there's that's that's all they do. That some people just it's like I'm I'm pretty good, but man, I can't keep up. So that's what's like I'll just I'll be the medic. I'll just hang back. You guys go fight your battles. Get your top score. I'll yeah, do your thing. If I if I see you fall down, I'll run from behind a bush, stick a needle in you, inject you know, get, bring you back to life, and I'll hide in the bushes again until. <laughs> You know, uh, that's, decent, you know, decent that, with a sniper rifle but that's like that's actually quite refreshing because I, I i've <laughs> you don't know how often like i'm like i felt i felt so lonely in that category of like yeah i'm a great player all the way up to 2000 and what is it 2006 yeah. what, what was the ps3 well, uh, uh it was it was also 2000 let's see well let's see. Was my it? child was born 2005 yeah it was I mean, five or six something like that yeah. yeah it was it was it was the um it was that that holiday of uh, 2005 that's when people were camping mm. out you know waiting for weeks yes. to buy one just to, just to sell it on ebay um but i bought one because i wanted to play it um so uh, yeah both both the wii and the playstation 3 um yeah during that same time <laughs> it was crazy it was pretty I'm, crazy I, I remember that re- realization of um, you're not as good as in uh, at gaming as you thought you were when i, yeah. hooked up I still had fun it's just not the same yeah, yeah, yeah. of course um so you You've you've mentioned YouTube before. Um, we, we'll get mm-hmm. into that that part of your life. Um, actually, no. Well, let's let's jump right into it. Well, um, I, I think I was it. I was looking I was looking you up um, the other day, and I was like, oh, what was the first sort of one of the first video you uploaded to your YouTube was you eating a was it twenty five year old Batman cereal in twenty four? That's right. What's that about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have. Um, it was when I was still trying to figure out what I wanted my YouTube channel to be. Um, I, I have posted, um, just, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll post anything. I, I, my, my original idea for having a YouTube channel was just to talk about anything that was nostalgic to me. Um, yeah. so I would have talked about, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very nostalgic for breakfast cereal, just like I have video games. Um, you know, the, the toys I grew up with, the cartoons I grew up with, I mean, just the commercials I grew up with, whatever. Um, that's kind of where I thought I was going to take my channel at first before I was like, you know what, more people are clicking on video game content than anything else. I'll just focus on video games. Um, but I, but I, I had these old, I had these old boxes of cereal and it gave me a reason to open them up just so I could flatten the boxes. So I was just like, I'll, I'll open it up. And, you know, I, I was like, I, I can, you know, I'll, I'll eat, you know, it's, it's never expired. It's just a best buy date. So it'll still, I, I didn't know what it was going to taste like. Didn't have a clue, but I was just like, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll try it. Why not? I'll, I'll open it up it's and fun. try it. So I, I poured a bowl of cereal and, and that it wasn't, wasn't good. <laughs> Did not actually, hold up. It's, it's it's actually quite fun. There's a lot of YouTube channels. I mean, the, the one that comes to mind for me because my my daughter actually loves his content is um, Lamar Wilson, who likes always. Oh eating, sure. Oh yeah. He's always eating like Oreos and stuff like that. On, on yeah. His channel that I thought was quite fun. Like the military, um, the, the prepackaged military meals well, and the, stuff like that. Exactly that. Yeah. Um, yeah. MREs or whatever. 
God, it's which is weird. Um, so, so my yeah. question is that: the, the, how, how did you get into YouTube? Was it a thing that was like, oh, I've got, I, I like video games. I'm going to get into that because I want to share my passion. Was it a thing of like, like you said, I just like I want to post random videos, sort of thing? Is that, or maybe because you're working in radio already, and it's sort of related to that? Yeah. No. You know, um, the first it stems all the way. Well, taking it all the way back to like 2007, I think. Um, I had a coworker in radio uh, when I lived in the state of Idaho, mm-hmm. who happened to have a YouTube channel, and um, and he was like, "Oh, I did this. I did this YouTube thing on the side just for fun." This is back in 2007, yeah. um, and I was like, and and, he, and I looked up his and he showed me his channel, and it, it was just kind of him just just goofing off, having fun. You know, he was he was juggling you know juggling cereal boxes in the grocery store, and you know it would drop on the ground, and he might fall over and dock over a display or whatever. I mean, it was just, it was that kind of stuff. Um, and I thought it was hilarious because I, th- I mean, I thought he was pretty funny to begin with just by himself. Um, but I was just like, so you do this like regularly, like people actually watch, like people come back to watch you and they're like, oh yeah, they, they can subscribe. And I was like, I, I was still trying to wrap my head around. I didn't get it. Yeah. I, I knew what you, I knew what YouTube was, but I mean, I'd use YouTube to look up old TV clips or, you know, old music videos or something like that. I never thought about using YouTube for like, you know, like, like a local show, you know, like, like almost like, you know, we had public access growing up where people just have a local TV show. I never thought about u- using YouTube for that at all. So he was the first one. I was just like, I never thought of that, but if it works for you, great. <laughs> didn't think anything of it. I, I never thought of, I mean, he, he certainly didn't say, Hey, you should start your own channel. And I certainly didn't say like, Oh, I should start my own channel. I didn't even thought about it. Um, but we have a, we have a literal, uh, uh, mini Martin in our house too. That's, <laughs> <It's all laughs> my, <sense. laughs> my son, my son just woke up. So, um, he, he has autism. So we have an alarm on his door because he sometimes likes to leave the house at three. So that's how that works. Um, Jaren, that, that one's yours. And I think Leo has your food, Jaren. All right. That being said, um, later on, then I met another friend of mine. Um, who we were, we were high school buddies. We were high school pals. Uh, we played video games all the time together. Um, and then he moved away, but he would still come back to town every once in a while just to visit. And he then he was the second instance of somebody I've heard. He didn't have a YouTube channel, but he was like, Oh, I, I, um, I don't have cable anymore. I just watch YouTube. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, there's a couple of channels that he, that he really watches. And he told me a couple of them that still exist today. You know, of course, Angry Video Game Nerd. And he also watches uh, like the Nostalgic Critic. Or, and um, he's like, oh, you got to watch these channels. They're hilarious. You'd love them. And then he was like, you got to start a channel. I mean, because you, you, you have all these old video games. Because I, 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 you know, at the time I had a decent collection. You can talk about all these old video games. You're really knowledgeable. Um, you should have a YouTube channel. People love it. But because I still wasn't passionate about it, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't for me. It would be like saying like, oh, you know how to fix cars. You should be. Oh, that would be a bad example. Um, <laughs> well, it, it would be like saying like, oh, you like movies. You should be in movies. And I was like, well, I can't just be in movies. Yeah, I, I can't just be a movie actor because I like watching movies. That doesn't make sense. Um, I just want to just what I just, just want to be, you know. Um, so then. So then that left on the back burner, and he would remind me of that every year I saw him. He's like, oh, you start a YouTube channel, you start a YouTube channel. Um, but it wasn't until I met um, uh, Metal Jesus, Metal Jesus Rocks, and then he had me on his channel. And um, and again, I, I was familiar with YouTube. Um, I didn't watch him on YouTube at the time, but I would see him at conventions all the time. And then um, him and I just started talking just about whatever. And I, I made my game hacks back then. And I said, oh, I, sh- I can make you a game hack if you want. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind, whatever. You know, I'm just practicing anyway. And then um, that's when he was like, oh, well, what, what, what kind of games do you like? Okay, I like shooters. Okay, well, here's a bunch of great Famicom games that never came out in the United States. 
that we can maybe edit to put you in there. And here's all these great shooters that <laughs> came out. Yeah. And that's when he said, oh, you know a lot about Japanese video games. Do you want to come on my channel and talk about them? Sure. So my first few videos um, of being on his channel, I never promoted my YouTube channel because I didn't have one yet. I was just, <laughs> I was, I was just on there. But then he was the one. But after I saw him film and then do some editing and everything, I was just like, actually, I can do that. I mean, because I, I, I'm a radio DJ by nature. So, I mean, I, I've been a radio DJ for 20 years now. So it's like, I can, you know, I have no problem talking. I have no problem chatting. Yeah. I can certainly speak all day long and not, you know, never get winded, never get a sore throat or anything like that. You know, I can do that. It just, it came down to just the, just the process of doing it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then, and he really helped me out. It's like, oh, all you have to do is just do this and do this. And, you know, there's, there's information out there. So I just, that's when I started, you know, my, my very first videos were very simple in editing or didn't have any edits at all. It was just hit record and go hit for it. And, go. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's just kind of uh, where I got started. And then I just, you know, just for a while there, just started doing videos to see what got more views and then looking at my own analytics and say, oh, you know, people are liking this kind of video more than this kind. Yeah. So I'll stop doing those and I'll start focusing on these and, just kind of just kind of went from there is it um because that you that you've got quite a quite a following now on youtube i think you're around well 180,000 subscribers around that less, than that. Um, less I, than that it's about i i just hit i just hit a hundred and thirty thousand recently 130 so, my, my youtube so. is lying to me then um <laughs> maybe i'll, check I'll take it i mean i don't know i'll take it i'll give you an extra an extra yeah. fifty thousand just because I'll put, I agree. Well, it's the metric system. So it's, you know, metric, metric <laughs> we've, got, versus. we've got different things going, you know, <laughs> it, it, it really is. Yeah. The numbers are all over the place. So we can't, you, can't, you say a hundred, I say two, I say two fifty, you know, whatever. Hey, perfect. Um, <laughs> I know. Do you, it is, it might be a weird question, but like, so you've got, it's, it's, when you think about it, it's like, Oh, you know, I've got a hundred something thousand people following me. If you think about it, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a huge, it's a, it's a football stadium for you guys. Right. Right, yeah. Like can be my my my. For example, the only thing I can compare it with is that my my Instagram, right? It's got three and a half thousand followers, and I'm thinking it's in terms of the internet as a thing, it's nothing. It's it's absolutely it's just yeah, it's a small thing, right? But still thinking about it, I'm like it's three and a half thousand people following you that have access to your outlet. Yeah, your, it's your the size. Of, it's a, the size of a small town. I mean, it's it's, it's exactly right. Yeah. Um, isn't that something that kind of you know it makes you feel weird about that like do, do you ever look at it and go 100 and 100,000 people will like as subscribe to me know me through right. that medium right or know sure. my life right from the outside looking in obviously isn't that something that you feel kind of weird or like about you know it's funny I I honestly never thought about it um mm -hmm. only because again I come from a radio background where I'm always talking to you know, a million people yeah. at the same time. But the problem with YouTube and radio is I don't know who's actually listening at any given time. I know the radius. I know <laughs> yeah. how powerful our signal is. So, I mean, are, is 1 million people listening at any given time? Maybe. I mean, probably not, but maybe. Um, it's hard to say. So I just, I, so YouTube, I treat as the same thing. It's like, I'm just throwing it out there. And if somebody watches it, great. And if somebody doesn't, that's cool too. I have another video that hopefully that appeals to, uh, appeals to them more. Um, yeah. But I, but that's a great question. And literally, I until now, I literally never thought about it. Just because um, radio, <laughs> no, it's 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 a great question. Uh, radio and YouTube are so similar because on the radio, I'm in this little box by myself, um, speaking into a microphone, mm. staring at a screen, not talking to anyone specifically. Yeah. 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking for the sake of hearing my own voice, I guess at that point. Um, uh, but I know it works because if, if I say I have these concert tickets, I'm giving away, I call in right now. Yeah. The, the phone rings every time, you know, it still does. So, I mean, so I know people are listening, they're out there. It's just whether they interact or not. And that's when the interaction comes in, you know, and instead of getting phone calls, I'm getting comments, you know? Um, yeah. You know, so that's, you know, instead, I, I instead of having ratings, I have subscribers. I don't know. I guess the difference is that one is your job is something you actually are passionate about, of course. Um, right. And that's something you do for a living and it's something that you, you know, study for, that you worked for. The other one is more like this kind of this window you let, you know, you let you let people out of from anywhere around the world. They can literally come in, look into your life and judge or not judge or love you or not love you, <laughs> oh, whatever judging. it is. They judge, trust me. <laughs> I read the comments, they judge. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it, and that's the thing. It's like, it's you yourself who are willingly putting yourself out there. Um, it's, and it's not yeah, a job. I, I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I see the difference. Like, of course your job is like, okay, well, that's expected of you to talk to an audience. This one is more like, how do you decide how much you're going to share with the world? Sure. Like, no well, and, and radio is a little that way too. I've, I've had, I've had coworkers in radio who are definitely like, you know, never talk about this. Don't talk, you know, don't mention this. Don't talk about this. You know, and I'm, I'm more of an open book. Um, I'm an afternoon DJ. So it's more music intensive and less like when I, I do talk and people can listen online. Um, but I don't really talk about video games. You know, I, I talk about what, what's happening in town. What's, you know, how you, how you can win something cool that's happening. And it's, it's more locally based. I just happen to sure. be a voice. Um, but yeah, I, I made the, um, but I have been on morning radio programs that are more talk intensive where I am sharing stories about my children. I am sharing stories about, um, I, and, and there's been, there's been, I mean, I don't, it's not like I never talk about video games. I talk about video games sometimes, um, but I don't, I don't really talk about my YouTube channel or anything like that. Um, but yeah, like for YouTube, I made the conscious decision to go on and I could just, I mean, I, I don't even have to show my face. I mean, there's a lot of successful YouTube channels yeah. that just show the gameplay. They just put the voice over it. That's good enough. And they keep their private life private. Good for them. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess it depends what, what the aim of your channel is, right? You, you, if you want to do like a, yeah, if you just want to present. And, and yeah. hype up the thing. Perfect. Um, I mean, there are, there are family vlogging channels that incorporate the entire family um, mm -hmm. into going to Disneyland and stuff like that too. And, and that's, and, but that's putting their entire, you know, their entire family out there. And that's, and that's the decision that, you know, they made, exactly. I suppose. Um, you know, and I, um, I made the decision where it's like, you know, just like with real estate, when you're looking for a house, especially in the United States, I don't know what it's like over in the UK. Um, mm -hmm. But when you're looking to, to buy a house in the, U, in the United States, the first thing you see is the person selling the house, not even the house. It's like, you know, here's the person selling the house. You get to know them and feel comfortable with their smile or whatever. And then yeah. here's pictures of the houses and stuff like that, which is always kind of a, I just want to see the house. You don't care. But no, when you're presenting, you're, you're the face, you know, and you put, you know, the more you can make that personal connection, you know, that's what I, you know, that's why I am open about, you know, like I have three children and, you know, my youngest has autism. Then I'll have people who, who will find me at conventions saying, you know, like, oh, you know, I, I have a son with autism too. I'm glad I'm not the only one, you know, things like that. So you make exactly, that personal yeah. connection um, and you just become their friend. And then I'll be, I'll be at a convention and someone will come up to me and ask me about how my kids are doing, how's going on. They'll be talking to me for a few minutes. I'm just like, I don't even know your name yet. I just <laughs> been talking this whole time. So but they know who I am. They know me because I'm out, I'm, I'm out there, man. It's like, this and, is, you know. And that's exactly what I was, was on about. It's just like, you, you create that connection and you feel one, it always feels one-sided, right? When it's like, for example, before this, it's like, I know you, I know you, John Riggs. You don't right. know me. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm I know you a little bit better now. You know, no, you do, this but, last uh, little bit that we've been chatting. But you know, it's, sure. it's 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 a, it's a funny thing because if you, that, and that's why I was telling my kids, it's like, especially my daughter was that she's at the age where she's got a phone, she's got she goes on social media and stuff, and she obviously right, being right. 12, 13, you start getting into that age where you look at people, you look at people with like YouTubers and TikTokers and whatever, oh, influencers, and like you know them. Sure. And you feel like you have a relationship with them, mm-hmm. um, but they don't with you. Like they, they tell you they love you on, you know, on the live feed or whatever, but it's sure. not directly aimed at you. So it's a weird social experiment thing that I'm always, um, yeah, I always found weird. Um, and, and and that's what I was, I was I was trying to you know trying I'm trying to teach also my kids to, well, especially my daughter, but like. You know, like you, I have this social media where I've got three and a half thousand people following us, you know, the, the, the account, the podcast account, but like right, how much yeah. am I comfortable with sharing my own life on this account? And, you know, they, some people that might follow, you, you never know, there might be that one person that follows everything you do that loves every single photo and comments on everything that you post. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like they know you <laughs> personally. Oh, yeah. But you don't. And it's, sure. it always blows my mind. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's it's not something you can teach. It's just, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it is that, um, you know, just because, you know, it's like the, you know, just because you leave a, you know, a tip on a, um, on a, a Twitch stream doesn't mean like you're, you're automatically best friends or anything like that. It's just, exactly, you know, there, there's still um, that wall. There's still that, <laughs> that space, but we'll, we'll share as much as we can. And leave, leave um, room and, for, but, yeah. Yeah. Leave room for yeah, some, for some, some, you know, for some uh, mystery. Yeah. It's the that. people who step over that line. That's when it gets creepy. And that's when, you know, restraining orders. Um, yes. Fortunately, it's never, never happened to us. I mean, I've had creepy comments. Of course I have, but I mean, I also, yeah. I monitor them and, you know, I, I have a zero tolerance. I just, I block them and move on. And um, you know, we just, we, we just carry on with our lives and, you know, there's, there's far more love than hate for sure. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just how you, how you manage it. Going back into the retro gaming world a little bit, actually, I had a question because um, you mentioned you mentioned it before Metal Jesus Like, is he a rock star? Do you, do you when you hang out in conventions? Do you do you do you feel like you're being, you know, harassed by he, people? No, well, I mean, I I feel bad for him because um, he has. I mean, he, he's closing in on a million subscribers now so and, and he been, he's been at youtube for a long time so yeah um, that's the other thing about youtube is just because i have you know like me personally i have one hundred and thirty thousand subscribers sounds great but i probably lost maybe fifty thousand subscribers you know in a, over the lifetime just because you know people sign in and they, they subscribe and then yeah. after a while they they unsubscribe because it's like oh he's not doing the same kind of videos i wanted him to do anymore or or whatever the case may be I, I, yeah. I, I honestly don't know how many subscribers i've lost but i mean subscribers come and go all the time um so you know um but on top of that yeah with with metal jesus again coming in on it you know almost a million um subscribers here it, 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 but he's been around a long time too i mean the average lifespan of a youtuber is maybe 10 years mm. you know if you if you last that long then you know, you've already beaten the curve. There's, there's so many great YouTubers, you know, before my time, even um, yeah, who are just no longer, they're, they're no longer making content because they've moved on or they have, you know, or they use their YouTube, which basically worked as a resume to get a great job somewhere else. And then now they're focusing on that and not doing the YouTube thing anymore. I don't blame them. Um, but since he's been around for so long, so a lot of people grew up with watching his content. Um, he it's, it's hard for him to even walk through a convention hall anymore. He loves attending conventions. He loves to travel. I mean, we we love, we love going to conventions together. Um, he's, you know, a great buddy of mine, 
you know, but I, but people seem, and he, and he sticks out like a sore thumb too, because he's like, you know, he's six, four, six, five, has the long hair, you know, has the unique look to him. So he's just like, these people are looking out for him and you can't mistake him. It's not like, is that, no, that can't, is it? It's like, no, it's, you, you see who it is. You, he literally can't be anyone else. Um, so seeing him at a video game convention, when the convention hall is open, um, he, he's just trying to hunt for games. He's just shopping, you know, he, he's really behind the table. It doesn't need to be because he's not selling anything. He never sells anything. He buys, he shops, he's, he's giving, he's giving money to these people, but people stop him all the time. Every three steps, you know, they, they want a picture, they want a selfie, they want to talk to him. They want to say hi, they want to give him something, you know? Um, so it's like, he, he never, he never acts like a rock star by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he's yeah. just, he's, he's a, he, just like me. He's a, he's a fan like everyone else. He's just a fan. Like, so like you and I, he just, he loves, he has a passion for video games, happens to be a collector, um, but just happens to have been on YouTube for a long time. And, you know, people, you know, respect his opinions on, you know, the games that he talks about and things like that, the guests he brings on and what they talk about too. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's hard for him to <laughs> like go to a convention and shop around because then all these people are like, you know, like he's, Dude. he's in the space of video games. So, <laughs> yeah. um, which, which is inevitable. And he, and he totally gets it. Um, there are plenty of people, I'm not going to name names. I don't need to, it doesn't matter. Um, but there are plenty of people who do go to video game conventions as guests, but you won't see them on the show floor for that reason. Like they'll just be in the green room or behind the scenes, or yeah. they'll just kind of hang out in their hotel room until it's time for them to do their panel. Now, if you want to a guaranteed chance to see them or meet them, they have a panel, they might have a, a Q and a, they might have like a, like a meet and greet session where they have, you know, just like take a picture with them or sign something or something like that. Uh, and that's their obligation. And that's all they do. That's the only time you'll, they'll, you'll ever really see them is during that time. And you know, are they shopping the convention hall? Well, maybe like just before it opens yeah, before the huge rush gets there, they might do a little bit of that, but yeah, for the most part, they're just behind the scenes until it's time for them to do their panel. And, um, and Metal Jesus isn't like that. You know, if he wanted to be like that, he would just hang out in the hotel room, but no, you'll, you'll find him on the convention floor. So you, you mentioned you, you do run, you know, get on the floor with him and just walk around it. Like, do you, do you, you, get, you must get asked also to get, you know, get on the photo by a bunch of people as well. And you know, you know, can you, is that, is that yeah, a thing I mean, that happens a lot? Is that, is that weird it, to you? <laughs> Somebody um, asked you that? It's it's not weird to me. I'm I'm humbled by it every time because it's like yeah. really me. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm a fan like anyone else. Just I mean because I'm I'm there I'm there for the same whether whether I was there as a guest or not. Um, just recently I was at the um, the Midwest Gaming Classic, which was a very large convention in uh, Wisconsin, which is the upper upper Midwest, and I've never been there. And I've never been to that area. So it was a chance for me to go there. Um, and I didn't have a panel. I mean, I, I, it turns out I had a panel once I got there. Um, Cause I another know person about said, it. Hey. just went, Oh shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, well, it's like, cause you know, they, they didn't fly me in. They didn't put me in a hotel room or anything. I paid for everything myself. Well, I mean, I had a sponsor pay for it, but the sponsor paid for everything. I, the convention, I have to give credit for, um, I, I did a contest, like which convention should I go to? So the convention themselves put it out there saying, Hey, if you want this guy to show up, you should vote for him. Well, it worked. Um, and then once I was there, you know, so it, it worked out fine, but you know, but I, I didn't have a table, so I wasn't selling my game or anything like that, but yeah, just, just walking around and shopping and stuff like that. And a, a lot of people do respect that. And it was like, Oh, you know, they might just kind of like say like, Hey, love the channel. Cool. Thanks. But there's sometimes yeah, there are some people who just want to stop you and tell you the whole life story. And, you know, and, and I, but I, I try to give them, I try to give everyone all the time they need because, yeah. you know, when are they going to have that opportunity again, I guess. I don't know, but um, it happens every once in a while. I mean, especially in the video game space, just by nature of Portland, maybe a little bit. I mean, I've been to Portland before. So a lot of people who attend the Portland show regularly 
um, are people I've known for years, you know, the, both, both the vendors and some of the attendees as well. So, you know, usually just a quick hi and, you know, how's it going? And you, usually YouTube has nothing to do with it. It's just because we've known each other for so long. Sure. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm mindful you've got a, a couple of things you have to do after, after this. So let, let's wrap it no, up with a couple, couple eventually, more questions. Yeah. Unless you have time. Um, so I got, I got time for sure. Kind of a, 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 I don't know if it's the right time to, to throw that one out there, but like you into retro gaming, like where do you see... Actually, hang on. I forgot a question about... Um, th there's one that, that made me laugh. Uh, I saw this conspiracy theory about... Um, Metal, Metal Jesus oh. talk about him influencing prices of retro games oh online. What's sure. your take on this? Oh, we get it all like, the time. Oh, get, please let me hear it because I, I was like, every time he drops a video or you drop, even you drop a video on, on, on YouTube, there's like, those guys, every time they talk about that yeah. XYZ game, that, that price I've actually taken off. Sure. EBay. So what's your, <laughs> <laughs> what is your answer to that? <laughs> I have probably um just by nature of having some i probably have about 10 copies of uh tnc surf design for the nes mm -hmm. just, just laying around just, just by nature i i'll, I'll buy a lot of games because there's a couple of games i want and then the other ones i'll you know maybe i'll bring to a convention to sell for cheap you know just to get rid of those i, I have i probably have about 10 copies of tnc surf design maybe 20 copies of uh, silent service um if that was true then I would make a YouTube video today saying, oh my God, these are yeah. the two games <laughs> that are skyrocketing in price. You need to buy these right now. And I happen to have one for you. Uh, no, um, literally <laughs> doesn't work that way. No, no, I'll say, I'll say in their defense, like if, um, if, if someone goes on and they say, um, but here's a game that a lot of people haven't heard of. Usually the games that we talk, we don't talk about the games because we want them to raise in price. We just, we want to talk about great games that people may not have heard of. Everyone's played Mega Man, Castlevania, all these great games that are already out there. But, you know, what are the ones that people just kind of skip over, you know? So we like to pre present those as these are some really good games that you should check out. It has nothing to do with the price. Now, the price may go up a little bit, maybe a little bit, but it's always going to come right back down, not based on any of our videos, just by nature, I mean, because again, with these games that we're talking about, I'm talking about retro video games here. You know, I'm talking right. about games that came out, they came out 30 years ago. And if you want to collect the cards, that's fine. There's a thousand ways to play these games. I mean, they might be on the Switch, uh, like the Nintendo online service. There's Absolutely, Raspberry yeah. Pi, there's emulation. Uh, I have a mister that I use for capturing my footage. I use a mister for everything anymore. There's EverDrives. There's so many ways to play all these great games. Um, we're 100% not doing them. Um, you know, for that purpose of raising prices to the point, I don't know if they obviously, um, I don't know if I, there, there was someone who mathematically calculated, um, they went through some of the previous channels and calculated prices for what price charting was then to when they did the video to what it is yeah. again. And, and then they, they mathematically figured out that yes, once a video hits, once a video drops, um, especially if it's something like super unique that a lot of people haven't heard of. Yeah. It may go up a little bit, but it doesn't go up and stay that way. Um, I mean, more than anything, it was the last couple of years with the um, the stimulus checks that came in where people had this extra spending money. Yes. Um, that's that's when we saw the biggest price hike um, of our time recently anyway, where, you know, Chrono Trigger went from $100 to a $200 game. You know, Earthbound went from a $200 yeah. game to a $350, whatever it goes for now. Um, I haven't really been following prices because it's not, you know, it's not my thing, but... 
uh, yeah, no, there, I, I see it all the time. Um, I laugh because it's like, no, they, they don't know. It's, it's, so it's I don't have that kind of power. <laughs> I don't have that. Trust me. I, and I mean, and if I did, I wouldn't use it for that. If I, if I did, I would use it for the opposite. I'd be like, mm. you know, like, is this, is this game really worth this much? No, it's not. You know, uh, Wayne's world for the NES does not deserve to be worth as much as it is. Um, so, I mean, I'd, I'd be, I'd be doing the opposite. I'd be knocking down prices because, I don't care. I, I, I'm here. I'm here to. I'm here for the video games, not for the value. You know. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a funny thing. But I have no, uh, I have no I, problem selling an expensive game. By the way, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, of course we are. <laughs> no. Yeah, selling is part of collecting. Me? So if I if I can yeah. sell a couple of games for a great, but I'll I'll always I'll always do a good deal on them, um, especially at conventions. But yeah, I'm. Um, but then I always use that money to buy more games to you know for the games I'm also looking for. That's fair yeah, enough. It's, it's fair yeah, enough. We, we, we'll have to finance it somehow, right? Um, that's right it's a hobby that pays for itself if if, yeah once you get it going yes um that's right yeah especially with apps like whatnot and all this yeah god um which leads me into the question i had um like where do you see the the retro gaming market community like where where do you see that going because prices are going to go down do you think it's going to keep going like you said you know having a bump and then you know i i can't predict these things so i'm I'm terrible with like stocks and things like that too so i mean um i mean is there a retro gaming bubble that's gonna burst i have no idea i I can't predict that um i know i went up for a while and there's always going to be um there's always going to be the the art side of it like the people who are into like grading games or wada or things like that um so i think a lot of people are collecting for the sake of hi jaren what do you got so you're that one's for you. Okay. Thank you, Jaren. He's grabbing something. Um, Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew he'd wake up eventually, so I, I bought him something <laughs> in advance, right. knowing, that he was, knowing that he would wake up in advance. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go. I, I know that, like, again, with, like, the, like the water market and stuff like that, um, like, people who are buying these... People who are buying these water graded games aren't buying them to play these games. It's, it's more the art... It's more the investment, and it's only in, it's it's only worth something to the people who are in that same market. Absolutely. Where it's like you know, I'd buy a sealed, I'll buy I'll buy a sealed game and I'll open it because I want to play it. You know, so it's like I, I'm not the guy for that. <laughs> Which is a great um, trigger I, for many people online. Just like oh my god, yeah, <laughs> breaking that seal is like whoa. <laughs> yeah, it, but that's when you get the people saying, "Oh, you should have you should have sent that to Wada. You could have got it for you know, uh, you should have got it for more." It's like, well, but that's not me. It's, it depends you know, I, your relationship with the game, right? Exactly. Um, so it wouldn't it wouldn't do me any good. I get it, but it's just it's not for me. So I I I can't even predict where retro gaming anything is going to go um, here in the near future. I think there's always going to be those. I mean, just like there's there's always going to be stamp collectors. You know, how many people send letters anymore? Well, but stamps still exist. So there's always going to be stamp collectors. You know, coin collectors, things like that too. So there there will always be a market for it, whether the market grows or shrinks or something. Um, you know, fortunately, we're at a point now where you know video games are revered like Hollywood movies. It was not always the case. It was yeah. not always the case. Maybe even I, I I it still seems like you know like Hollywood movies are still held at a higher level than video games are. But I mean, but video games are still. Um, you know but but video games are making more money than hollywood movies you know every year as it is so they do so there's there's there's, there's also a lot of collectors out there for um with a sense of conserving the games you know i mean that there's not that many great or good um video game museums for examples 
Right. Um, yeah, a, we have a couple of them in the US. Yeah. You've got, you do. You do have a couple, I think. Um, yeah. It's the one that I saw. I can't remember. But they. They. Yeah. They, there's. There's a lot of people that have woken up and say, "Oh, nobody's actually looking after the old games like this." No. I think there's a bunch of games that actually went missing. Like we're talking about Amstrad days, like video forty years old games that were. Oh, sure. Yeah. That bird that just disappeared. And I think there's yeah, they, been they, this they're, they're gone forever. All these. Yeah. These great pro- prototypes. Um, yeah. There might be documentation of them, but you know, can't find a working copy anywhere. Exactly, not non-playable. Um, all right, to 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 finish, what what do you consider as a as a like? When do you say a console um, is retro? Now, do you go, hey, the PlayStation Three is retro, or do you no, have to wait a little longer? No, you know, uh, a lot of people have. I I don't have any specific. Um, answer for myself personally like for for me retro like it, just in my mind because i guess i'm that old um and because i grew up it's like you know playstation 3 that just came out yesterday no it came Same. out 20 years ago yeah um <laughs> like so for for me my automatic go-to is retro is cartridge it's not okay. true i mean that's that's just that's where i come from um that's that's what my brain tells me up front that's like my first thing is like well what's retro well this you know anything that's cartridge based if it's cd based but it's like well but the playstation 5 Oh, I'm sorry, play, uh, but the PlayStation One came out around, you know, it came out before Nintendo 64. I consider Nintendo 64 retro. Why wouldn't I consider PlayStation One retro? Um, you know, so for me, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of people who consider any any system that they no longer make games for. So you consider that's that could be PlayStation Three because no one they're not doing PlayStation Three games anymore. Um, I mean, they just they just came out with a new game on the Wii U. So we use not True. retro yet, but is the Wii retro? <laughs> I mean, they could, they come out with, they still come out with a Just Dance every year. It seems like so. I mean, it's hard to. <laughs> Damn, yeah, it's 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 funny. It depends how it's you hard see to it. Say. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. we, we we might describe it the same way because of you know when you say cartridges is retro because maybe that's the first experience we had. Maybe games on tapes, games on cartridges. Right, that's you true. Know. Yeah, those cassette tapes too. Well, and there's also many people who say rec- retro isn't a genre like retro is not a, i mean that's sorry that's not right um there's a say like you know retro isn't an age retro is the feeling of the game like so there, there's a lot of people who say like oh here's True. here's all these great retro games on the nintendo switch that came out yesterday but they're made with retro in mind because they're pixel based they're designed like an old nes game or something um and i play more of those than anything on my switch really um, so th- th- they would call that retro um yeah but for me like when i say retro gaming it's usually like that kind of mid nineties, like even when it gets like, you know, Dreamcast. I mean, there's so, I mean, the Dreamcast market's huge right now for homebrews. Like there's still these, all these homebrew and indie companies that are making all these great uh, Dreamcast games. Uh, just, uh, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take them all, man. I love Dreamcast. So. And they, and they look great as well. Um, oh, they're, 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 totally. I just got, I just got my head on a Neo Geo CD the other day. Um, nice. I'm yeah, not officially. I, I, one system I never of, had. Officially poor now. <laughs> officially need to sell <laughs> one of my kids um, to pay for oh. it. So, but I, I was like, the, the funny thing is that I consider it to be retro, but also once I turn it on and I start playing it, I'm like, this still holds up. Like the, those, like the gaming experience is still, it's absolutely fine. So is it retro? Is it? I don't even know. I'm confused. I'm the same. I think I'm the, I'm the same page with you. It's like I, I see those CDs. Could be. Like, in- the the CD based games, the disc based games, retro. The, maybe there's a, however long it takes for the game to load, 
if it doesn't take very long, maybe it's not retro yet, but if you're still waiting, like especially Neo CD, man, listen, that's a, I mean, you're, you can, you have, you have to shave a second time sometimes like when you're playing something that <laughs> the low times are atrocious, but, um, yep. but man, <laughs> yes. that's, that, you just put up with it during the time, you know? So I don't know. Well, might be a way what, to calculate that somehow. What I do is I put a CD on like in the console, turn it on and then first loading screen's all right. It's when you, launch the game once you press you know get to that that the main menu screen and you press sure yeah player one whatever yeah this is when you want to go for you know grab a coffee make yourself a tea (laughs) lunch and then you come back 10 minutes later and you're 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 good to go sounds um that sounds about right (laughs) it's not a myth it's real um let's go with the last last two questions for you um sure and that's how we'll we'll finish this favorite system of all time favorite system yeah yeah, it's it's the NES for me. It's um, it wasn't my first, but it was. Um, I mean, it was my biggest passion. Lo- I loved growing up with the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. That set the foundation. But when the Nintendo Entertainment System came out, um, that's the one that was like, okay, this is like v- video games are here to stay for me forever. Um, mm-hmm. So that's yeah, gotta go with the Same. old old school NES. Oh yeah, <laughs> which which also uh, yeah, that which I think you, you st- are you still doing that series of of videos where you just basically check if those games are still going yeah you're, you're, you're trying to fix them and yeah oh, oh, for with, sure. the, with, with the nes top loader that's the one you, you go with that thing yeah this works. yeah I, I enjoy this i don't know why usually like seven minutes long or five minutes long i'm like this is just so a quick relaxing. i know and it's it started it started out as just a throwaway video series in between mm-hmm. what the other videos i was doing and then that's when i saw like oh more people are watching this than anything else i'll just keep on doing this and um it's not always a win but um i enjoy doing it and I, I have a um i just picked up a new lot of nes games recently and there's already a couple of them that aren't working so um that's good news for me it's it, each, it's, each game it's its own video so it'll give me give me new content is. going into a coming up for spring it's, it's exactly that it's the uncertainty you don't know where you're gonna get you're just like is this going to win is this going to work it's not meant to work and that's what it's yeah. where you hook us up they like you hook us at that moment you're like we don't know yet um <laughs> And then and last I, question. I, I, I don't plan it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a cool concept. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, last last one. Yep. You said favorite system, favorite game of all time for you. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me every day, I'll give you a different answer every day. Um, but my but because I get asked this frequently enough at conventions, my go-to answer is Zelda 2, the adventure of Link. Sure. Just because I mean if I played every game I've ever played for the first time and how I felt the first time I played those games for the first time I played them the first time I played Zelda because I, I loved the legend of Zelda the first one um but I also love these side-scrolling platforming elements of yeah. like like a, of like a Super Mario Brothers um so when you combine the two and you have Zelda 2 where you have like the, the top world part and yeah. you go into a town that's sideways and you have to talk to people and then you have to get this thing which works over here um for me it was like the best of everything for video games of its time for its time um so just the how i felt and how much i loved playing zelda 2 um i I still like it today but especially when i first played it uh, when it first came out um yeah for me i i don't think i've had any other video game give me that like oh my god this is an amazing experience game although there's a lot of great games that come out still today too i I go through the list of them between you know like like act razor for super nintendo and shadow of the colossus even for the playstation 2 but <laughs> yes um, it just like the first time i play it i'm like oh my god this is fantastic um yeah something like a like a zelda 2 is my go-to answer uh, i've got i've got the exact same thing it's not it's, it's funny because you, you said something that is that a lot of people said 
um, when I ask them like, what's the best the, or the favorite video game? Um, it's like it's not how good the game was; it's how it made like how it make them feel. Like when it's like oh, yeah. when you see the golden cartridge of Zelda, and you're like, oh my god, look, it's shiny. And it's, I know it's shiny. It's you can see reflection in it. Yeah. Um, for me, it's this one. It's what you mentioned it. Ah, oh, see, that's a class. You, you can't you can't deny it though. It's, it, it's it's so like, good. Just seeing that the the the, the gold the, yeah the gold is the yellow background and like the little Mario there and the, the, the colors and everything like every time I look at it I'm, I, it takes me back right away as like when I was a kid and I'm like yeah oh, this is the the and, probably the only the only game in my collection which is complete I'm like I've, I've a it's a good one to have it looks like a, it looks like a good condition one there too yeah um, from the US I it out, from yeah. somebody from Seattle they sold it to me um, oh there you it go it works. Actually, I, you know, I've got one more, one more throwaway question. You can add, yeah, which, which I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere just yet. All right, then in that case, let's keep it going. Um, what's cool. a game? <laughs> it sounds like a TikTok video, but um, what's a <laughs> game that every, like everyone else, um, hate, but you actually secretly love? Oh, I don't secretly love anything. I love everything. I'll, I'll openly love everything, even if other people hate it. Uh, the most recent one of those is uh, that Cyberpunk that came out recently. Oh, really? I know, this okay, is a newer cool. game. So um, just because I, I mean, yes, it crashed a couple times. Yes, there is bugs, um, but I, I still loved it. Um, but as far as like retro games, um, one game I saw pop up a few times, like when I would do these videos of like, you know, um, like here are all the games from a certain company or here are some great games that came out in this yes. certain year. Um, one game that I, I really liked that it turns out a lot of people don't care for because I read the comments um, for the NES, it's a black box title called Urban Champion, which is a, oh, it's yes, a very simple... That, yeah. A very yep. simple 2D fighting game. You can you punch high, punch low, strong attack, weak attack. That's all you get. And you have to, you have to keep punching them to move through the screens. Um, I loved that game. But just reading the comments, it turns out a lot of people don't love that game. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to change my opinion because of their opinion. But oh, I, no, I remember having fun with it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing. It's, uh, I, yeah, I, I, get, I get that a lot. Also, there's like there's a bunch of games I like. Yeah. like it's not like the best game ever, but I mean, I, I, I yeah. like it more than I like it more than Ice Climber, for instance. I mean, I can give, I can give you probably ten games I like it okay. a lot more than. But yeah, that's that's a video right there. It's like uh, if you like those those games, you might want to try this one. Also. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. Those are, those do great. Everybody dunked on that game. Maybe you try it. You know, something. Else. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, do I have any more questions for you? I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. It's been we've been going on for an hour and a half, I think. Um, yeah, you do. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You always got um, questions. You'll, you'll you'll think of a great one right when you hang up. You're like, oh, I should have asked him. It's, it's always like that. It's like you hang up and you start editing this thing, and it's like, oh, why did I not say that or ask that? Oh, there you go. There's one. Here's a quick one again. Um, you have, have you ever been to Europe? Are you planning on at some point visiting the great United Kingdom? <laughs> I was. I got my passport ready. My passport's and then good. COVID. Yes. And, and yeah, and I was I was planning everything and everything was going so well. And I was like, man, I was looking forward to it. And it was like, you know, New Year's rolls around. And I was like, this is the year. I can't wait. Um, I, I've, I've done conventions across the United States. Um, you know, I've traveled a little bit here in the U.S. I mean, Canada's close. I can drive. To, mm. I can drive to Canada in a day and all that. But man, this year, 2020, this is the year <laughs> I'm going to Europe. And guess what happens? Almost right in, like, yes, as soon as yeah. February rolls around. I mean, I, I heard about COVID then, and then like uh, February rolls around, saying, oh, more and more people are getting sick. And then March rolls around. It's like, well, we're gonna. 
start you gotta start washing your hands a little bit more you know uh, we're gonna you know, come out of school for a couple of weeks come back and you know, we'll reevaluate and just yeah, never never got times. back out of it never got back out of it i i did some um i did some freelance work for a company in europe uh, a video game a video game products company and that was one of the talks was like, hey, when, when all this uh, opens up here, I'm going to come out to Europe for a little bit. I'm going to hang out. Um, my wife is a huge uh, Liverpool supporter. So all right. <laughs> hopefully, fingers crossed, go to a Liverpool game or something like that. I was, um, there, there are several conventions in the year, not just UK, but I mean, like even in Germany or something. Yes. W- wanted, to, w- wanted to do something while I was there. And I and um, we don't have I'm, I'm a huge breakfast cereal fanatic. We don't have shreddies. Here in the United States. Oh God, so, yes, no. So we can find here. That's it. <laughs> so we have things kind of like it, but not nearly the same. We, I mean, trust me, the United States, we are, we are the junk food capital of the world. So we have all the crazy breakfast cereals, but there is some great breakfast cereal uh, in no. the UK. I, I have a, a friend of mine from Ireland will, uh, will, it will send me some every once in a while. It's like, oh, hey, here's the new, uh, you know, something from Nestle. Like we don't, like Nestle isn't a cereal brand here. We have, we have General Mills, which I think is the same parent company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we don't have. Um, but Nestle also makes some uh, unique ones there uh, in the UK as well. Oh, ne- so, ne- Nestle is the one; it's the main provider. It's just like there you go. Everything you buy is from them, almost uniquely. Oh yeah, it's, so it's pretty bad. Didn't um, work. Yeah, so um, I I think travel restrict with the new variants that's going around. That's like super contagious. I guess yeah. I haven't gotten sick. I'm I'm double. I'm vaccinated. I got my booster and everything. I got my card. Um, I would love to visit Europe as soon as humanly possible. We have a little, small little cafe south of Seattle um, where you can get sausage rolls. You can get like a full tea service. Um, I get, I, I, I drink, I don't drink, I don't drink coffee and I don't drink iced tea, but I do love um, like hot tea, brewed tea. So mm. I, I get my tea from them um, from a Welsh company actually. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I love everything about, I, Glendetti's my favorite. Um, I love everything about like, you know, uh, we have a BritBox subscription. So we all, well, I launch a lot There's of- There's a BritBox subscription? Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, we have here in the US. So so that, that's what we're getting our fix for. I mean, and, and Amazon has some stuff too when it comes to uh, UK yeah, yeah. programming uh, from things on like BBC or, or uh, Channel 4, I guess. Um, we recently just started watching, um, I literally just told you with uh, J- uh, Jimmy Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I'm, 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 an insane, I'm an insane fan of uh, the, the show Pointless. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of things like that. I mean, a lot of the, the, just the great uh, programs too from um, like Royal Family was a personal favorite of mine, Father Ted. I mean, these are probably older shows to you now. Yeah, yeah Father, um, Father Ted, I grew up with it, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, and Father Ted took me watching a couple of times for me to say like, okay, like the first time I, I watched the first episode of Father Ted, I was just like, this is kind of dumb. I don't what? know. But when I watched, <laughs> but when I thought back to it, like a week later, I was like, actually, that was pretty funny. I need to watch that again. I ended up just watching the whole thing. And, um, the, no, I, 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 my, my wife and I are huge um, uh, f- fans of European stuff and, and UK especially. So as soon as I get the opportunity, I 100% want to go there. Uh, just check out. Um, I'm sure you say you've got you've got a, a friend in Ireland, but um, I don't know. There's one great convention to go to as well. It's the London London Comic Con, which happens oh. it happens twice a year, usually around oh, nice. May May and October, May November. So they okay. like twice a year. Um, try and the best one to go to is obviously in May when the weather is slightly more um, well. I was gonna say more interesting, but less rainy. Um, <laughs> tolerable, anyway. <laughs> tolerable, um, but it's it's always good fun to go there. It's, it's this massive, massive place um, over in East London. It's called the XL. 
and it's this okay. huge convention center which uh, uh so i went to the couple first one when they started running the, the, the comic-con there and they had a couple of rooms um assigned for it and now it's this entire complex the entire thing dedicated to it so it's like you've got thousands upon thousands of people just there um cosplaying selling games nice. comics whatever everything's in there i love it um so if there's one if there's one yeah, if there's two times in a year, maybe May might be better suited for you because there's still football going on. So if you want to go watch a Liverpool game, you <laughs> well, can. That, 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 that'd be on her side for sure. But I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd go just to be part <laughs> um, of the experience, I guess. And then there's a retro gaming market, which is, I think that happens twice a year, also in July. And Oh, I think well, I'd, go there. I'd go there for that for sure. Um, but it's, it's tiny. Like what, what you were saying about the Portland convention mm-hmm. which is like the one um that takes it's takes it's not i mean it's like, smaller yeah, yeah it's smaller but you know i'd still i'm sure i'll still find some cool stuff there that i don't i mean there's I'm, plenty of pal games i don't have so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i did i did i did make that mistake the other day last time i went to the the, the gaming market where i i thought i was being clever and I, I was trying to get a copy of um a box copy of super i think it was super street fighter 2 on the on the super nintendo okay and I was like, the guy was like, oh my God, yeah, you got a nice copy right there. You got a nice, it's a nice box and everything. And like an idiot, I didn't even check the cartridge. I didn't even read on it. I just saw the price, which was like oh. 15 pounds, which okay. is like, it's quite cheap. It's, it's nothing. It's probably the same in dollars, about 15, 20 dollars. And I went, yeah, okay, that's decent. That, that's, yeah. that's about that, right? It works out. The box looks good. Everything's in there. Manual's in there. And because I'm an idiot, I didn't realize it was a an American a US copy of oh, it. Yeah. So I yeah, went home and I was like, yes, let's get the snares, snares out. Let's go. Let's, and I went, ah, <laughs> Looks cool on the shelf, happening. I guess, but uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it is up on the shelf now. I'm like, I'll keep it. It's yeah. fine. I'll buy a converter at some point. Slap it in. There you go. Display it. Um, but yeah, that's it's a funny thing. Anyway, let's let's call it the day. We'll uh, okay. We'll wrap it up here. We've got stuff to do. <laughs> I've got to go to bed. Um, time difference. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, was... I'm, I'm, yeah. the, there's a um, I'm in a a Twitter group um, with other uh, VR gamers. I'm a huge VR gamer, mm. and um, but most of them are from the UK. There's a huge VR market in the UK yes. for some reason. I don't know why, but it just happens to be um, escape reality. Yeah, more often than not, I'll, <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> you know, get away the, the gloomy weather or something. Yeah. But yeah, more often than not, well, but I'll be editing at night. Like as um, oftentimes I'll edit my videos at night, and then I'll mm. uh, see what they're doing, and everyone else is like, "Hey, good morning, good morning." I was like, "Good morning." I'm just going to bed. Dude. <laughs> so I was like, "Ah, these these things happen," but. Sorry, yeah, we, we, we've got that with JC as well trying to organize a podcast it's like he's in Portland I mean he's in London it's like oh yeah same time zone see you tomorrow I was like what do you mean tomorrow <laughs> so tomorrow's today, <laughs> this is tomorrow I know this is it's a 2pm 2, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. my time right now so oh, there you go got all left and in to go um, listen go. thank you very much for for joining in that was that was really yeah. cool um, my pleasure glad we, glad we can finally work it out I know with all the travel and the <laughs> That's fine. Like I said, I, I literally don't know what I'm doing this weekend, but yeah, you, you caught me at a good weekend, so yes, got it worked out. Got it going. Um, anyway, for anyone who's listening, please go and subscribe to John Riggs so we can get him to 180,000. You know, there we go. Yeah, that, that, that time that this way you won't be lying. You know, get, exactly. let's get there first, and then we'll listen to this later, and then be like, my hey, inf- you actually, my research will be correct. That's right. right. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, I would have not missed that one up. Um, Never inaccurate. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, go, go and check him out. John, I think you're on Twitter is John Blue Riggs, right? That's your that's your handle. But if you look yeah, up yeah, Twitter, Riggs. um yeah, Twitter, Twitch, uh whatnot now. Um uh which I which isn't a UK thing yet. Oh well, no, maybe it is. I don't know. I I said something group. Sure I've heard it. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah, that's that's for everything else. Um, but yeah, just just my name, John Riggs. Nothing, nothing too fancy for YouTube. I think so. Yeah, YouTube yeah. is like that. Instagram as well. Yeah, it's all over the place. You're everywhere. I try. Um, yeah, <laughs> you try. Anyway, cool. <laughs> Thanks everyone for for listening to this episode of Catching Up with the Nerds. Do also follow us, by the way, on YouTube. We don't have any, the number anywhere near where John is, but that's fine. Doesn't You'll matter. get there. Well, eventually, maybe. Um, and <laughs> most importantly, do download all of our podcast episodes on. Where are we now? On Apple Podcasts, on Amazon, on Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast from. We'll be there. And nice. follow us on social media, catching up with the nerds. Uh, again, thank you, John, for joining us and answering all of those questions. I hope he wasn't too intrusive. <laughs> no, you didn't even ask me the hard questions. I was, nice. I was like, no, I didn't. I, didn't. I was nice. I was nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, and maybe we'll catch you in another episode. Maybe if you have time at some point, we'll. Uh, I hope so. Try and do, and do it live. Make my way over one. to the UK. I'll do it live. That's right. Oh, dude, that would be that would be amazing. That'd be great. Um, right. Cool. Whew. Anyway, that was it. That was us. And uh, you guys have a good time. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, morning, afternoon, evening, and <laughs> yourself a good day. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jones, for coming out. My pleasure. Bye.